0: I'm Adam Blottenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast.
1: What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today, I've got Christian from BD Diesel, and he's going to be chatting with us about 2022 new products that they just released at SEMA, and some things that are going to be in store for diesel truck owners this year. They've got a lot of cool things that they've been working on the last year, and it's gonna, they're going to be you know, starting to hit the market really soon. And uh, so we're really excited to have him on today. I want to encourage you guys, if you're not on our Discord, make sure and join. We've got a huge influx of people um, over the last couple months or so on there. We're almost at 400 people on our Discord, and it's so cool to hear the suggestions you guys have. A lot of really cool ones have come in recently um, with topics that you guys want to hear about or follow-up questions that you'd like me to ask a guest when they come back on. So make sure head on over. It's totally free to join. We've got sections where you can post up your truck pictures, talk about builds. Do you want to ask questions, suggest things to us for guests or topics, different things we should do with the podcast. Um, there's going to be a link down below. You're also going to see it on the screen. Make sure and head on over. Also, for those of you who'd like to help us grow in uh, 2022, we also have a Patreon link down below. There's some exclusive perks that you guys get, and uh, there's ways you can connect with us and integrate yourself even more with the podcast. You can be an executive producer. Your truck can be our podcast cover. Lots of cool ways to so make sure and check it out. All right, let's get to today's podcast with Christian and getting a recap of SEMA and then also what kind of parts they're looking to release in 2022. Christian, welcome back to the Diesel Podcast. I'm excited to be able to chat with you today and uh, do kind of a SEMA recap. I know you guys released a, a ton of different products and yeah. wanted to get the inside scoop on it.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, it's nice to be back. Uh, this is with the uh, the Movember mustache as well, too. So <laughs> uh, I'm pretty happy to be cutting this thing off uh, later on today. So uh, <laughs> Yeah, we look like a bunch of creepers here at BD, so (laughs) definitely everybody's staying far away. So Yeah, it's a great year for us, actually, and we actually won, came away with some hardware, two awards, runner-up awards for uh, Best New POP, as well as a runner-up product, right? So runner-up product was uh, for the CP4 conversion kit for the RAM, for the late model RAM, so uh, yeah, we're pleased to... win that award and it's a it's a novel solution and a solution that's in high demand for those late model ram trucks to eliminate the cp4 that's one
1: of the most requested things we'll get is from new ram owners that want to do just that they just want to avoid the problems with with the cp4 and then you know be able to just have the reliability
0: there oh exactly exactly right so and and uh and those Lit model Rams, 19 to 20. And then 21, they go back to the CP3, right? So again, you could see that uh, Cummins and, and Chrysler dabbled with it, uh, but uh, chose a better solution and go back to the ever reliable CP3. I
1: wanted to ask you real quick on those kits when they buy one um, and you put it on your truck, is it just basically plug and play ready to go? There's nothing else you need to do with it.
0: Correct. Yeah. So we give you everything you needed in the kit. No tuning required plug and play um, meets all emissions Certification, so it's uh, it's quite easy, right? So it's everything's included. Uh, it's a, actually a decent. Uh, it's a, it's not a, a tremendous long install, so uh, so somebody can do it. Do it yourselfer could actually tackle it at home.
1: What I love seeing in the aftermarket, and and what we're going to be you know jumping into it with your guys' product line, is just how much stuff comes. I think easier to install than ever. And also with the emissions testing that so many places want, not just, not just truck owners, but also diesel repair shops and yeah. you know, people that are doing things like that. They just want to know if they install a product on a truck that it's good to go and they don't have to worry about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think it's really truly um, manufacturers are understanding their customers a lot better. Right. Uh, And not only does the product have to perform, but uh, but the installation, the manual, every facet really has to perform. So we conduct a ton of surveys here at BD. And so we're really interested in that feedback, positive or negative, uh, to the point where uh, where we're going to make improvements, whatever it is, whether it's the packaging, the boxing, we're going to tackle those improvements. There's always opportunities to be better every single day. Um, and so that feedback is, is quintessential for us. And, uh, and that's what really drives the best possible product. Right. So every day we're improving.
1: Can you walk us through the products you guys released? I know there's a lot of them, but there was a there lot was. of, uh, <clears throat> a lot of talk on social media, a lot of questions that, uh, that we had seen with,
0: um, Hey,
1: check out what BD just released at SEMA. And we want to know yeah, more about
0: totally. this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was a big year just cause SEMA didn't happen last year. And so we took, we took a plethora of products, like 17 new products actually came with us in SEMA. So the guys had quite the challenge of lugging these things around. Um, so it's quite interesting. So it's it's pretty good. And you know what? We've talked a lot about these different products, and we probably covered them in the past couple of years, um, but now it's finally good to see, kind of present them at SEMA. And so uh, starting uh, exhaust manifolds, right? One of the products that we actually released, uh, Cabin Chassis exhaust manifold for the Ram six, seven. So 2013 to 18, we had the earlier model years, but now the cabin chassis, uh, is out, um, and in high demand, right? Uh, really, uh, since Cummins locked down that part to Chrysler specific, there's, uh, really been no, no alternative supplier, right? Yeah. You're going to have to pick up a Mopar part and pay upwards of $1,200. And so ours is, is, is priced effectively at five thirty two, less than half that. So, uh, definitely you're starting to see those actually fail on those cabin chassis trucks that are, are heavily worked. Right. So. The
1: exhaust manifolds are huge. I, I had mentioned before the podcast, I was just chatting with Jared from kill devil diesel and he was telling me about using BD manifolds mm-hmm. on the long blocks that they build. And just, it's, it's such a, <clears throat> it's such an easy upgrade when you're in there. And if you're doing, you know, a, a turbo, you're going with an aftermarket turbo or something like that, the manifold's right there. Um, I know in the Fords and GMs, it can be a little bit different or a little bit more mm-hmm. labor intensive, but it's such a worthwhile upgrade just from a reliability standpoint, but then also what you can do with with being able to drive that turbine housing a little bit faster.
0: Exactly. And a lot of that really constitutes the uh, the fact that, it's, that you're separating the front three cylinders from the back three cylinders, right? And so you create a pulse effect um, and so you can actually spool that turbocharger faster at a lower RPM, right? And so the consumer really, really notices the difference. And that's what we really like to do. We like to to develop products that the consumer knows, and so they install it, they take it for a drive, and they're like, "Wow, I can really feel this." The seat of the pants meter yeah. is really, uh, really a full sweep in, in these types of products, right? So.
1: Now, when you guys were at the, at the booth there at SEMA, what, what kind of feedback did you guys get either for products that you had there on display and we're talking about, or, or maybe ideas or just, Hey, it's great to see you guys, you know, here at SEMA. am glad, you know, the events going on. It's been a, yeah. You know, a year.
0: Yeah, it was actually pretty good actually. And, and SEMA said that um, attendees were down about 25% um, from 2019 um, vendors or uh our booths were actually down close to 35%, uh, but they did actually open up a new hall. And so it was quite spacious, right? A lot of people moving around and those that had been to other uh, SEMA events uh, noticed that it was very, very crowded. So, uh, so it was nice to get some space there, but it was great to see everybody again. And keep in mind, people had two years of pent up recommendations, <laughs> pent up product ideas, right? Yeah. And so you get a lot of these people really giving you this great feedback and and, and hey, you know what it'd be great if you saw that you could develop something like this. Right. And so we really love these type of shows where we really get to to kind of interact with the with the end user or the installer, the job or the distributor. Right. So again, it's it's about feedback, voice of that customer. So
1: what were, some, uh, what were some other products you guys showcased?
0: Um, in addition to that, uh, staying on manifolds, uh, r- really the F-150 EcoBoost manifold. Um, big release for us. So it's our first forte into the gasoline world. So that uh, EcoBoost, the uh, 2011 to 2016 F-150. So there's tons of them on the market. Um, just looked at the insurance data and there's about 1.2 million of these vehicles in the, in the market right? And they all eventually will have exhaust manifold leaks. Everybody knows that uh, the gasoline vehicles, they run a lot hotter, it stresses the manifold a lot more, but now you throw a turbocharger on top of that as well too. And you actually have pressure inside that manifold at that elevated temperatures. These things are just prone to failure. And so we're, we got a lot of good fanfare, uh, a lot of excitement around this product line as well too. So um, really excited about releasing that and We actually should have available those to sell probably mid December. We're actually taking pre-orders right now.
1: I know this is the diesel podcast, and we always talk about diesel trucks, but I wanted to stay on that topic for a second because I'd I'd recently seen GM's going to be offering a a, a four-cylinder turbo engine in the Silverado, and the new Tundra is going to have you know this kind of electric turbo technology. So in that half-ton market, and if I think back to when I first started paying attention to trucks, the amount of power and torque those things are able to make compared to even the v8s that are offered in those lineups it's really appealing especially with the aftermarket that's going to be there and is there for them you can get some pretty good numbers out of out of them
0: yeah definitely and and the whole depending on which type of uh, vehicle you're talking about you got a smaller frame lighter vehicle right and it's it's not unheard of like some of these, these small pickup trucks, like you're getting upwards of 300, 350 horse. Like, heck, when we all started this diesel game, like the 93 Dodge Ram, it was 190 <laughs> horsepower. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It had excessive like 300 foot pounds, but, but these light duty trucks now are getting that they're getting 500, 600, 700 foot pounds out of a small frame truck. It, it's just, it's just fun to drive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely is, and it's it's not going away. And I know a lot of diesel guys. You know, have an off road rig or you know something that they like to have fun with. And sometimes it's those. And (laughs) yeah, definitely (laughs) pilling.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Yeah, so that's that's it on the manifold game. Uh, Then we touch base a little bit on the turbocharger side. uh, We released a new screamer turbocharger for the uh, third gen. Ram Cummins. So you got 2003, 2007. So we got a 5.9 Screamer. So they, uh, those particular model years get the Screamer love. So it's a drop-in replacement. You can actually bolt an exhaust break up to the backside. Uh, Yeah. 63 millimeter uh, inducer compressor wheel, high flow turbine wheel. Uh, And again, it's really getting along those lines of where it's ease of install, drop-in real quick performance. Right. Um, And so we've had a lot of requests for this product. And so we're pretty excited about releasing it.
1: Yeah. I think mounting an exhaust brake to the back of it is huge too, because it wasn't yeah. always like that in the past.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. And so- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSC. We kind of kind of bookend that particular product with the LB7 Screamer as well, too. Uh, and so we actually have a performance-based uh, LB7 turbocharger. No core associated with both of these, which is great, right? You don't yeah. have that freight going back and forth. That's the worst thing. Like, surprise, you're getting a freight charge, right? So, yeah. um, so you don't have that. Uh, and again, two 63 millimeter compressor wheel. A lot of these LB7s are getting really old right now, rusty, cruddy. Uh, and a lot, we we find a lot of people, hey, could I repair this turbocharger? Uh, you don't want to repair this. We're just going to put a performance uh, turbocharger on there. Uh, it's going to spool like stock. Um, so it's going to take a lot of boxes for the customer. And so we had a lot of demand for that. So we're pretty excited at releasing that product.
1: I think the the drop with the drop-ins, it's so... It's it's so crucial. I think especially the last year and a half or two years. It's just you know I'm not going to go buy a new truck, but I want to upgrade what I have. I don't want to keep this 20 year old charger on. What uh, what you know what is out there? What kind
0: of improvement can I get with it? Yeah 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 definitely definitely yeah for sure. So, and that's it for the turbocharger side of things. Um, we do jump over into some accessory stuff. We actually have a track bar bracket for uh, Ford F250 350. So this is really going to complement our, our suspension pieces, our adjustable track bar. This is real a, a pure simple two and a half inch drop bracket, really allows those users, to, if they want to use the factory track bar, they can, but it really addresses that lift, that that leveling kit market. That market is absolutely huge. Um, and, tra- and vehicle owners really complain that their vehicle drives like crap after they level it. Right. And a lot of these cheaper leveling kits, whether it's just Uh, spacers in the front or hey maybe if you splurge a little bit more and went with springs it it just doesn't steer or drive the same right and really this is where that drop uh, drop bracket really comes into play Uh, quick and easy cheap 220 bucks literally was there seven bolts to uh, to to remove seven bolts to put it back in you can get in and out within a couple hours pretty easy so uh, again a uh, do-it-yourselfer type of job as well too so lots of demand for that product
1: what are some of the things that uh, somebody would experience with like a, a leveling kit where they don't like how it drives is it just it's not responsive is it what, what kind of things would they see
0: yeah definitely so driving down the road the biggest thing driving down the road right so since um, since you've leveled it what happens is is since everything is is somewhat connected on particular um suspension swing right and so what's going to happen is that uh, your axle may actually shift out to the side right and so um, either they call it a crab walk or dog walk right and so now in this situation here is is that it takes a lot more effort to keep the vehicle straight on the road right everybody knows everybody's been on a freeway where you have a lot of indentations Uh, in the road. So up here in Canada, we use a lot of asphalt. In the States, they use a lot of concrete. I know the States is switching over to asphalt, but asphalt's a lot softer. And so you get these, these low depressions and high peaks in asphalt, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to drive your truck on one of those. And this thing is just changing lanes on itself. And it's, it's running through these, uh, through these particular valleys. This is one of the concerns, and this is what we hope to address with this particular product. Very cool.
1: And yeah. then I know that there's a lot of uh, a lot of those trucks on the road. And I, I would bet one of the first things people do when they get one of those trucks is either lift or level it and wheels and tires. Oh,
0: yeah. and. <laughs> yeah, totally. And the great thing about this product is it fits 2008 to 2021, right? So there's a massive number of these trucks out there. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. And the big concern too, everybody has a concern over bumps there. And so what we've done is we've, uh, used uh, solid modeling, um, uh, actually come up devised that actually there's very limited bump steer at all with this particular product. That was the one big concern, right? Oh, you're going to get bump steer. And so uh, definitely we've done the testing and, and calculated it. And there's very minimal, if anything, for bump steer.
1: Awesome. Yeah. That'll, uh, that'll be a huge seller. I'm sure. And yeah. Probably flying off the shelves. For sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> On the intake side of things, a couple of new products, right. Uh, currently available for pre-order. Uh, everybody is familiar uh, that owns a Ford 6.7 is, is with that plastic charge air pipe uh, getting overheated and actually blowing out a particular yeah. temperature sensor. Um, and so we've released the kit to address that market. Uh, it's gotten, those are really tough to come by right now. So a lot of the supply chain challenges really hit this particular product uh, pretty hard. And so we are able to uh, kind of partner up with our current supply, uh, supply market and being able to deliver this market our product to market. Uh, which is good to see.
1: Yeah. I think, I think just overcoming those challenges seems huge with not, not just automotive stuff, but but pretty much everything. So that being able to bring these kind of products, you know, to market is, it's an incredible achievement, especially, I mean, just normally it is, but especially in this, this Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, worldwide challenge of supplies. That's uh, that's very impressive.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. It is. It's, it's so challenging, right? So, and definitely up here in Abbotsford, we had, uh, we had torrential damp- uh, downpours, right? So we actually yeah. had more rain. Uh, so I guess, let me, so effectively in, we've had roughly five times the amount of rain we're supposed to get this month. Um, and those happened in three instances of two day increments, right? So it's just been massive. And so a lot of the agricultural areas have all been flooded. And in fact, um we've been somewhat isolated from, uh, from the rest of Canada, right? It's a joke that Vancouver's an Island. Now there's been so much. That's uh, what so I've heard. Rain. Yeah.
1: It, it was all over the news here. And yeah, it was just crazy to see just how much water was there.
0: Yeah, definitely. We've had, uh, two, uh, two rivers overflow their dikes and actually fill the Valley. So it's quite, uh, it's quite concerning. So, uh, luckily a lot of our, uh, actually all of our team members were safe. Uh, nobody lost any homes or anything like that. So, uh, uh, so we're very gracious that that happened.
1: That's good to good to hear. And um, yeah, it's uh, another, another challenge on top of other challenges.
0: Oh, it is. It is, right? So definitely nothing but curveballs. So yeah. Uh, next product we released was the competition intake manifold. You'll start to really see a lot of this marketing stuff coming up. And so this is kind of a cool product. And it was more of a teaser product. And we kind of played around with it and said, decided, ah, what the heck, we might as well release it to market. And so, so the 5.9 owners, uh, you guys know that on top of the, uh, in your actual cylinder head, you actually have a plate that covers the actual intake. And Effectively, this high flow intake manifold removes that plate. That plate is held in by uh, probably about 12 bolts and it sits underneath the common rail, under the fuel system common rail. So what we do is actually we take that plate off and actually, we bolt an entire intake manifold on top of that. Predominantly, a lot of people would cut or shave the side of the cylinder head off to get this type of flow. But now you actually have a bolt-on solution where you can actually just bolt it in, right? And uh, it's unreal. Like the pictures are, are phenomenal, right? So it's it's quite interesting um, and tremendous amount of flow. Uh, it's yeah, definitely. So we're pretty. We're pretty excited about this product. So it's been a supply chain challenge, uh, but we hope to release the product in January. Um, Yeah, it's pretty neat though, right? So it eliminates all that airflow restriction that goes through the uh, intake air heater. Um, Yeah, the kit is quite exhaustive, includes all new uh, high pressure lines, uh, silicone boots, two uh, intake castings, all your electrical connectors, uh, clamps, O-rings, um, fuel connection fittings, everything that you need. Uh, you just need a, a six, seven common rail. Other than that, you're, you're good to go. Right. So it's a, it's a high performance race, uh, intake manifold, uh, that, uh is sure to be a showpiece when you lift the hood.
1: When I saw a bolt on it really caught my attention because I'm used to machine shops having to do millwork on the side of it. And then, yeah, definitely.
0: And that's so true, right? Patrick, like you gotta, like, and a lot of these guys go through cylinder heads, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking if I go through a cylinder head, now I got to pay the machine shop to cut it off again, machine it again, and put another intake on it. Right. And so this eliminates that need. It's a bolt on.
1: Well, and then also the other parts you mentioned with fuel lines and, you know, in previous years, just the geometry of so many things would change. You'd run into these things, you know, will this fuel line fit? What, how do I get this connector over? What about yeah. this? So having everything all together, that is going to be massive.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we're real excited. So we took a lot of pride in that kit. uh, And it definitely shows by the quality and the thoroughness of the kit. So definitely good to see. Um, Next up, getting a little bit in transmission stuff. uh, We got our Protec 68 gasket plate kit. So that's for the late model Ram 2019 to 21. And this really uh, increases the the apply pressures throughout the transmission. So we were the first to bring this kit to the market for the earlier generations, and and now for the 2019 to 21 application, uh, it's a slightly different plate, uh, but still same quality of gasket. Um, and so uh, that's a high commodity or a, a high want item, right? Everybody yeah. knows that if you're going to be increasing the performance of that uh, of that vehicle, you're going to need to beef up that transmission. And this is the by far the cheapest and easiest method to do it
1: that's where it's so many of, of the questions i'm sure you guys got them at sema and you get them on the phone a lot is these tuned six sevens the guys might not be ready to buy a built transmission yet but they want to do preemptively some things that they can to try to help it live yeah and that's where that factors into it and it's just as far as how simple it is to do mm-hmm. i mean why not do it you know yeah oh yeah totally not buy right? time yeah exactly
0: um and then, uh, sorry, jumping back on the suspension pieces, um, we released the sway bar end link kit uh, for the late model RAM, so 13 to 21. Everybody knows, hey, we're back in that leveling kit situation, right? What happens is, is that you end up putting that sway bar in a, a precarious position, right? And a lot of people break their sway bar end links. Uh, and so we got a beefy solution uh, to fix that, right? And These, comp- uh, these uh, components are all forged in the United States, uh, which is great to see uh, it's a high quality forging and then we machine them here uh, and it actually uses a ball joint as a swivel and so you get greater articulation as well.
1: I remember seeing the pictures of that it was really impressive to see the difference in improvement versus the stock setup and yeah just yeah
0: the stock ones just welded like welded like pieces of rod and circular material right and yeah. you're like oh my gosh I, I could probably <laughs> bend these myself right uh, Yeah, definitely. And it's got a single failure point too, right? Because that particular piece is all welded together. It's just, it's just kind of disgusting, actually. I
1: love seeing these products that address needs that people have, regardless of what power level or how much they may or may not modify their truck. And they're, they're solving problems that, that, uh, you know, can keep a, you know, put a truck down or, you know, you got downtime and a lot of, a lot of guys are using these for work and hauling and things like that, or just, um, you know, avoiding a situation that costs more money.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's all about uptime, right? We want to get the products as quick as possible, making sure that vehicle stays on this road, on the road, right? So a lot of these, like you said, a lot of these people use their vehicles for their job, right? And mm-hmm. their their paycheck depends on their vehicle. So, yeah. Okay. Last but not least, we touched base a little bit, uh, circling back about the steering upgrade kit for the GM Chevy. Yeah. Again, we released it at SEMA, uh, tons of fanfare. Um, we've been back ordered for for some time and we actually got some more material in and so um that's actually been probably our biggest requested item right again that's that forged center link. again forged in the united states uh includes uh sway bar uh link spacers or sway bar spacers as well as um as well as tie rods right and so uh offer the low price of 46.195 uh, best value on the market right now so definitely to address that that challenging front end of your girl gm right well
1: it was it was one of the things like when SEMA was going on um i tried to schedule podcasts other than during the day because i wanted to follow on social media you know what's going on um you know things that are coming up and and, you know for the years you guys have have uh you know been on the, the diesel podcast I've always looked forward to the ways that you guys push it, that push the, the envelope with design and innovation and coming up with these solutions. And so this year was really cool. Um, you know, part of it I think is because there wasn't one in twenty twenty, but then also how the market has changed dynamically um in the last couple of years. And so I think that uh it, it it helps not just not just mm-hmm. you guys, but also the whole industry in general to say let's think outside the box, let's come up with solutions for trucks, let's come up with something like the the bolt-on, you know, intake manifold for a Cummins where everything's included. It's just it's so nice to see the diesel industry, you know, go there. And I know how much hard work you guys put into pushing that envelope farther than mm-hmm. any of us think.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, again, it's about that continuous improvement. Right. Every day being uh, better than the day before, Um, objectively tackling and solving solutions for customers. Really, that's what it is. Right. So we're solutions providers and that's uh, and that's all we do. And so we like to have fun. We like to design the product. We like to test and break the product. Like we always uh, talk to our engineers. Right. We want to break it here. Don't let it break in the field. Break it here. Right. Uh, Because it's easy to fix for us. Right. And we can design a better product that way.
1: For sure. It was cool to, uh, to hear from you and get the, you know, the SEMA recap and hear about these cool products and, um, you know i know the holidays are coming up and then we're back into you know spring and the race season and all the different events and all the tremendous things you guys do out there um, not just with events but racing and the racers that are out there and and seeing the people running your part so definitely want to catch up with you before race season starts and see what's yeah. coming up and uh yeah i appreciate your time today christian and uh look forward to seeing what you guys got uh you know cooking up in the R and D departments and engineering departments gotcha. there
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i look forward to it it'll be a great time definitely Thanks, Patrick.
1: Don't forget diesel fans make sure and head on over to our discord you're going to find the link down below it's totally free to join just click over if you're if you're not registered on discord it's super easy to sign up I want to see the trucks you guys have what you're working on if there are suggestions things we can uh, you know have on the podcast people to have on or parts you want to hear about or trends let us know on there we're always checking it love seeing what you guys are working on also want to give a shout out to a couple of our patreon supporters Texas Diesel Supply and Rights Diesel Services the uh, the support that you guys give us on there is, is invaluable to helping us Grow, stay connected to you guys, and also be able to bring you the content that you guys want, the things you guys want to hear about. So we appreciate all your support. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.